Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast straight. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. What's up? Mm. What's up, man? Mm. What do you got? What are you eating? What are you chewing on? Um, green cupcake. Green cupcake. Yeah, that I had uh, uh, the cupcake I had this morning was so delicious. That green cupcake oh. I'd had at uh, okay at Jamie Kaler's uh, right right studio okay. that uh, I decided to eat again in honor of St. Patrick's Day, which is tomorrow. Oh, great! That's funny because that's what I I was eating corned beef, or should I say corned beef? I'm from Ireland. I'm from Ireland, and I was eating corned beef because this week is St. Patty's Day. I think last week or recently I ate some shepherd's pie or something. Yeah, like that. you did recently. Yeah. That's more British, though. Is it? I think so. Isn't the same fucking thing? I mean, potatoes and... Potatoes! Hi, potatoes, potatoes. I, I know our UK listeners just got mad at me. I did that intentionally for you I UK know. people. Um, you love St. Patrick's Day, right? Uh, favorite holiday of the year. It's one of my least favorite. And just I know, a kid from Argentina. <laughs> I know it's one of your least favorite. Uh, I like the sentiment of it, and I like I like everything about Ireland, and I like everything Irish, but... It does give people a license to be assholes. Like just because they say you should go out and get shit faced doesn't mean you should go out and be a dick. Yeah. If we're all hugging and singing "Danny Boy," then I'm fine with it. But it's like you know, people are aggressively drunk on well, St. Patrick's. Well, that's Day. right. I, I'd like to know exactly like who said this is just a holiday for everyone to get shit faced. <laughs> like I, like drinking and partying is one thing. Sure. Wearing your cable knit sweater and your tam. I mean, you know. Sure. Some bagpipes and a button that says, kiss me, I'm Irish. Yeah. That's one. Irish. I'm Irish. But that was like, you know, that's like growing up on East 86th Street in New York City. That's the street that every parade ends on. Right. You know, the parade go up Fifth Avenue and then down 86th Street. And then it's just it bottlenecks down there by Gracie Mansion. Sure. But 86th Street is the madhouse. Yeah, that's where the sewer lets out. Exactly. <laughs> And I just remember, like, going That's outside. That's the anus of the parade. It really is. It is. I lived on the anus, in the anus of New York City. It, ju- it was just the worst. Like, you go outside there, and it's like, there's just be wasted Irish mm. people, men and women. Also, no, but, like, I remember, like, as a kid, even, to go outside, and, like, sure. drunk, toothless Irish women. Red-faced, yeah. gin-blossom-nosed. With a button that says, kiss me, I'm Irish. And I'm like, no fucking way. It's amazing how much you love me now, though, because I'm that... I'm that Irish guy that you, you saw. You're not typical. You're not a typical Irishman. No. Okay. You're you're different than that. I like to watch The Quiet Man every every St. Patrick's Day. Oh, what's The Quiet Man? It's a, uh, it's a famous John Wayne movie. Oh, The Quiet Man. The Quiet Man. Okay. Is he Irish? He's Irish. Does he do a good... Sean Thornton. Oh, wow. Sean Thornton. Oh, so do you watch it? Like, do you... Will you sing, like, uh, Danny Boy and, you know, Irish? They do I, in that movie. Irish. You should watch it. It's a great movie. Is you it? would love it. And there's shit that you that they do now that you can't do, like hitting women and stuff like that. Oh, the good stuff. <laughs> oh, the good you old can't days. do that shit, right, Kev? Yeah. Listen, there'll be no locked doors between us, Mary Kate. Is that uh, his girlfriend's name? As his wife, okay. and she locks the bedroom door uh, to prevent him from getting in. Okay. And he fucking breaks it down. Jesus. Throws her on the bed. It sounds Irish. He but... says it to her. That's oh, so he's a typical Irishman. There'll be no locked doors between us, Mary Kate. That's I. I think I've I've told you the joke before, but then I'm assuming he has sex with his wife. It's what's uh what's the Irish version of foreplay? Brace yourself, Bridget. 
<laughs> that's okay. It. That's it right there. Okay. I don't I don't think that's true. Um <clears throat> speaking of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. We are going to be up in front of a crowd on the night of St. Patrick's Day, so it could be very drunk. We sure are. A very drunken night. Yeah, we sure are. You'll probably We be drunk. will be in Rochester, New York. Yeah. At the comedy club. Yeah. Really it's Webster, New York. Is it Webster, right? Yeah. But which the, is just outside of Rochester. Just outside of Rochester. Rochester proper. Yeah, we fly into Rochester. The Finger Lake area. Finger Lake. Uh, but that's where we'll be. We'll be up there on uh, March 17th, 18th, and 19th mm. at the Comedy Club. Yeah. That's this weekend. That's, that's tomorrow. But so if you're anywhere in that upstate New York area, just come. Come to it. Because I don't know if we're going to come back. Well, like if you're in the Syracuse area, you've got to drive over come see us in Rochester. Because I don't know if we're going to get back to Syracuse. Yeah, if you're in Albany, you've got to come there. I don't you know. If drive we're gonna a, to, oh, that's a far drive. We though. can't seem, to, uh, we can't seem to schedule Syracuse or Albany in yeah. plans this but year. But we're going to go to Rochester. So if you're in that area, yeah. Webster. Come see us this weekend. I mean, St. Patrick's Day, what better time to come see us? Yeah. Especially for a Yiddish. Oh, my God. Heffernan's Irish? Yeah. So he'll be drunk. I'll be there. I'll be drunk. He'll be drunk. I'll be drinking. You're allowed to get drunk. On. I'll be drinking. And we should probably talk about St. Patrick's Day in our opening uh, bit. Yeah. I think, well, I think I have an idea. Okay. But we'll talk about that. So, so that's the next big uh, gig that we have this weekend. We'll be in Rochester, New York, or Webster, New York. But also, we have some more shows coming up. St. Louis, Missouri, April 7th, 8th, and 9th at the Helium Comedy Club. Buffalo, New York, mm. April 28th, 29th, and 30th at the Helium Comedy Club. So that's uh, Rochester this weekend. St. Louis and Buffalo in April at Helium Comedy Club. You can go to the Helium website or you can go to heffernandlemmy.com. Check that out. And then I think well, we don't. the tickets aren't up yet, but we can at least say I think we're going to be back in Denver the next weekend. Back in Denver, the scene of a crime. Comedy bro. works. Uh, uh, Where? Oh, I guess it would be May 5th, 6th, and 7th is what it would be. 5th, 6th, and 7th. Yeah, May. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Oh, that's your day, bro. Wow, our Thursday shows are like are really holidays. lining up. You know what we should say, though, uh, for people who are wondering, we shot a special at, at that Denver show yeah. a while back, and uh, we actually sold it. Yeah. And um, the particular company who bought it was kind of sitting on it for some more stuff and then a little Super Troopers 2 action. So while we did shoot it and did finish it and it's going to come out it's on the shelf for a second for, just for a minute just, just for a it's hot having minute a cup of coffee on the shelf. Having a little cup cup of coffee in the bullpen yeah and it'll be out so people will be like where's the fucking special i was in the front row of that fucking special you'll see it yeah it's called below you'll the love top. you you'll love you when you see it yeah um okay those are our uh gigs please come to rochester this weekend and uh our sponsor we're gonna do our sponsor don't forget our sponsor i'm not forgetting sponsoring us this week uh amazon.com Amazon.com. If you go to the Chewing It website, right, you go to Nerdist, you click through the podcast, you go to this episode page, on that page there's going to be a banner ad for Amazon. Click the Amazon ad, it'll take you to Amazon, and then you shop there, and then some of the money that you spend will get kicked back to Chewing It. Mm -hmm. No sweat off your back. You know what I did? I um, To get my brain into the habit of doing this, yeah. I just went to the site and clicked and bought a book. Oh, so great. now it's in my brain. My brain has accepted it. Oh, that's what Amazon wanted you to do. Yeah, well, it's like I've got a cookie in there now. Right. I put a cookie in my brain. Okay. And so now... Now I, when you do it, you'll just go there. I do it. That's what everyone should do. Yeah. Click through the page. It's on, Somebody, I think, tweeted. They, didn't, they couldn't find it. It's on the page of the episode. So Movie Man Crushes, you click on that, the page will come up, and then the banner will be on there. Yeah. Just click through that banner. Yeah. Amazon.com. All right, let's get on with it. Last week, last um, week, right? as we know, I had lost the Oscar bet, and you pissed on my foot. What a great video! I hope everyone went and looked at it. And go see it on our uh, 
on the Chewing It website page. Yeah, but the, you know, we got a lot of blowback from family members who were like, <laughs> "Too much piss talk." I wonder if there are other members of the Chew Crew out there who felt it was too pissy of an episode. Please, you know, Chew Crew. First of all, you can follow me at Steve Lemmy on Twitter. <laughs> Second of all, um, occasionally we ask you to tweet us with uh, with feedback about things. We're curious. Both Lady Chew Crew and Boy Chew Crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the PP episode? Too much piss talk? Too urine soaked of an episode? I don't know. Well, guess what? You're in luck. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I certainly got that feedback from some people that they were your wife a little put off by some of the pissing. Yes, my wife did. Yes, she and did. And your brother. My wife was like, I'm going to stop listening to that episode. So there's some good stories, though. So we wanted to do something a little bit more for the ladies. Yeah. Right? The, could, could you say that this episode is one for the ladies? This is one for the ladies, and I suspect... Or is that sexist to say that? No, fuck it. It's for the ladies, okay. goddammit. Okay. You know, I'm tired of these fucking PC motherfuckers. Okay, all right. Who all right, like, Trump. All right, Trump. Uh, what I'm saying is that you should be able to say something's for the ladies. Yes, okay. Uh, men can appreciate this episode as well. That's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Well, if men have a problem with me saying something for the ladies... They can go fuck themselves. <laughs> well, what I'm saying is that this particular topic, which we thought of being a fun thing for the Lady Chew crew, sure, the Guy Chew crew should get a kick out of it, too. Absolutely. Okay. So what we decided we do is a, is, a, is a couple months ago, we did movie crushes. Yeah. And basically it was uh, through our lives, the women that we saw in movies that got us like, you know, smitten, that we had little crushes on. Yeah. And so we thought maybe we would do the same thing with guys. Movie man crushes. Yeah. Guys who we saw in movies are actors that we have a little thing for. Yeah. And by a thing, I mean a thing. Yeah. Well, listen, it's like if, you, if there's a particular dude that you're like, oh, my God, I love that dude. Right. Like, I love that dude. The truth is, if you were so inclined to be attracted to yep. a man, yep. that's the guy that you'd really want to so. be with. I guess so. But there's, it's something broader than that also, though. No, but that's always Movie been man thing. crushes. It's always like, you know how, like, like with Soder, for instance. Like I remember okay. there was okay. one time we were, we were talking about man crushes. Yeah. He, actually, we weren't even talking about man crushes, but he came up to, like, you know, because I was a big hockey fan. And he's like, Lemmy, do you, do you know who a lot of the guys in New Jersey Devils are? I was like, yeah, yeah, they're our biggest rivals. He's like, do you know who Randy McKay is? Mm-hmm. Now, Randy McKay was a goon with, like, a handlebar mustache. I, th- I was like, yeah, I know who Randy McKay is. And he's like, God, that dude is so cool looking. Right. Okay. Okay. And what that says, what that says to me when, like, when he just picks out a guy like that that he notices and he likes the way he looks is if he was a girl and was attracted right. to guys, it would be like, that guy's hot. I want to fuck him. Okay. Okay. That's what that means to me. I guess so, yes. So, or, but I also think, like, with a dude, there's also a thing, like, also of emulation, like, that guy's got such a cool look. I wish I could have that look. Sure. So it's not only a fuck thing to me. It's like a, it's like a, you kind of want to be that guy a little bit. Also. Sure. That's like part of being a man crush. I feel fair like fair enough. But like yeah. we have t- we've talked about this with our gay friends. Yes. McCormick. You don't have to go out names, but yes. For our friend Candy McMormick, <laughs> um, you know he bases a, a lot of gay guys just really want to fuck themselves. Right. Now listen, I don't know if that's true or not. That's his opinion only, not necessarily Wait, my wait, so opinion. say that again. He he Well, he's a big hairy gay guy. Yeah. And he's only really attracted to big hairy gay guys. Right. Right. And he you know, he says that because it's it's not like a man being attracted to a woman and there's a genetic difference, this is like you've got the same phenotypes and genotypes. Right. You're attracted to other men, you tend to be attracted to your own type. Okay. It's a it's a narcissistic thing. Okay. Sure. Okay. Um but uh so I do think that like a man seeing another man, even if he's straight, yeah, saying like that guy's cool looking, there is certainly emulation. Sure, you can't really emulate a woman, I don't think. Okay, but the the movie Man Crushes 
what I'm saying though is it's not just like that. I think the dude's hot. It's like there's there's more to it. You know what I mean? Sure. I feel like there's more to a crush. Like there are people that you have a crush on because they're funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like because they're got such a great sense of humor. Sure. It'll, you think oh, it'd be fun to hang out with that person. You know what I mean? I guess I guess maybe I'm a little more in touch with my homosexual side than you are. <laughs> I'm not because... saying I'm not in touch with it. I'm just saying there's a difference. We talked about this in the movie crush. The thing, we had the same conversation. It's yeah. the difference between the I want to fuck that person and I want to hang out with that I person. I want to marry them or... Or marry or them or whatever them. it is. Yes. There's sure. a difference. And that's... You go into the immediately to the fuck and I think I go to the hang out with. I know, I know, I know, and and in terms and it's of funny because we're going to have that same conversation right we, now. We are going to have the same conversation, but it's like because like Harrison Ford to me, for instance, sure, was not somebody I had a man crush on. Yeah, I loved him. I thought he was cool as shit. Like I loved Han Solo. I loved uh, Indiana Jones. Sure, but he didn't fall into man crush territory. Okay, okay. I, for me, he does. Okay, but I I but guess because of our different him. definition. No, it's <laughs> it's more like when he comes on the screen, you kind of light up and you're like. Holy shit! Who's this guy? And you know, it's like a—it's not like I want to fuck the guy. It's like he's got everything. He's you know good looking, and he's fucking a rascal, and he's funny, uh, and the, yeah. his character's great. And you know, the—the the reason why I, I specifically chose Harrison Ford was because, yeah. like, when I saw Star Wars for the very first time in the movie theater as a kid, yeah, I, I liked Luke Skywalker. I thought Luke Ugh. Skywalker was really cool. I—I I, I didn't have a man crush on him. I know, but he's not. I know he's a sniveling teenager. He's supposed <laughs> yeah, exactly. to be, he's a little punk. Exactly, right. But I think it was more like it was the fantasy of like God, he's the chosen one. You right, know, he's right. He's a the young hero. Jedi knight. Right. He's the hero. He's right. um he's got the force. Yeah. And Han Solo was like, you know, a guy that without a doubt as I got older, he kept growing on me. Like right. you know, even like at age 17 when I looked back on him getting frozen in the cryo thing when she's like I love you and he's like I know like I, I loved it at the time but like in, in my later years in my sexual years I was like <laughs> god he drilled it god right, I love right. that fucking dude but that's the thing about like also Harrison Ford was like I walked away as a kid seeing that movie and it was like he was the guy who had the lines Yeah, he you know what I mean lines. he's the guy who had the you know I thought they smelled bad on the outside oh I loved him you know there's those lines and it was just a rascally yeah. fucking guy and you're like who is this guy how do they make guys like that yeah where yeah. does this guy come from and i think that's the difference i guess to me because like they're great actors you know what i mean yeah uh like like i think matt damon's a great actor i think ed norton's a great actor i think robert de niro's a great actor sure but none of them were uh, are falling into this crush category for me sure you know the crush category is more of like a where did this guy come from Sure, but I think I think there is you know it's also like it has to appeal to a lot of senses. It's a very visceral thing. Yeah, and um, when I first saw Star Wars, Star Wars, I didn't think he was cool looking. Who Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. Crazy. This is now, I realize now he's a spectacular <laughs> human being, but like at the time I didn't think he was cool looking. I thought Luke was okay, the good looking one. Okay, and um, you like the pretty boys. Uh, I do have a bit of the pretty boys, but you know it's okay. like. I got a couple on my list. That's all right. Let's we get should, into it. Let's just get into it then. Okay. Let's get into it then, because let's figure out what the man crush definition is based on who your man crushes are. Okay. I can tell you who my first big man crush okay. was. Okay, do it. First one. First one. John Travolta in Greece. Okay. Danny Zuko. Okay. Danny Zuko. Okay. I never had a John Travolta thing, but I I, uh, I could see that. I wonder if it's because, like... Because you're Hispanic? N- well, no. No, because I think Danny Zuko is supposed to be Italian. Um. But I know, like, but it's like that kind of dark, swarthy Latin. Well, that certainly could that that certainly could play into it. I mean, it, like uh, Barbarino, like was you know, was it in that world? 
you know, like I remember, I, I saw Grease on Broadway at the Ravel Theater. And, Travolta uh, wasn't in it, though. No, he wasn't in it. But like, I had a fascination with Grease the musical, mm. and um, and I'd seen you know Henry Winkler obviously in Happy Days, sure, and, you know, Sim- similar, yep, bunch of these fifties movies. Then you know, it's like Travolta in Grease, like first of all, the way he's presented is great, right? You know, it's the like, first time you see him, well, you see him on the beach a little bit, but the first time they present him, yeah, yeah, you see him on the beach a little bit, yeah. and then uh, you know we go to. Um, Ride Del High, and you got yeah. the Putsy and Duty, and they see Kanicki. Yeah. He's like, "Yeah, boxing crates all summer long." Yeah, and they're like, "Hey, there's Zook," and they, "Hey, Danny," and he turns around. He's talking to two hot chicks. He has yeah. a cigarette in his mouth. His ducktail is perfect. He gets a sting. Dun 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 dun. Yeah, I mean that's that's the way there you introduce is. somebody. That's in a movie. right. That's got the right. cleft chin. He's got those blue eyes. Mm. He like bops over to them when right. he walks. Right. Anyway, so like, you know, I saw this movie ten times. In the movie theater. sure. Right. I would sit down there. There's a summertime. I'd see it as a double feature. I was 10 years old. Okay. And uh, I just thought Zuko was the coolest. I mean, he was the man. Uh, he was good looking. Yeah. He was funny in that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Travolta was a spectacular looking dude. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be Danny Zuko. Okay. It, it wasn't even Travolta. I always thought he had a goof look, a little bit of a goof look to him. I think I liked that. Okay. I think I liked the personality. Right. You know, it was like, like we were talking about it. It's like, you know, there's, there's, there's more than just a good looking sure. guy. I loved him in Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, sure. Which I Got actually it. saw after Grease because I was too young to see yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought he was great in Urban Cowboy. Sure. Staying um, Alive. Yeah, didn't really see Staying Alive. What? And um, I think my crush had... You know who directed Staying Alive? Uh, is it like Frank Stallone? Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Directed Staying Alive? Correct. And Frank Stallone is in Staying Alive. Yeah, he? he does like a song for it or whatever. Doesn't he dance in it too? Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, uh, listen. I mean, there's no statute. There's no like period of time when you say like it's got to be a year. I had. I had a, sure. I like you had a crush. Yeah, I got you. Even still, when I see Greece on TV or something, I do look at Travolta and I'm like, man, look at him. What a specimen. Yeah. Okay. Got it. He had long legs. <laughs> you know, like like in Saturday Night Fever and all that. Like I always marvel. Like he wore the, the the pants that they cut on him were so sure made his legs look so long. But when they put him in the gym clothes in Greece. Inten- intentionally dorked him sure, up, though. Sure. But like in Grease Lightning, when he's on the hood of the car, and he's putting the grease in his hair, right. and his legs are long. Oh, man. As long as the afternoon. Come, Come on, on, kid. Bro. All right, Travolta. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay, he's not on my list. Okay. All right. Who do you got? Let me go into my list here. Okay, I'm going to start with someone who's at the top of his career right now. Okay. Who is literally the biggest movie star in the world. Okay. Oh. The Rock. Oh my goodness! Because physically, get it physically bigger than yeah, I get it. Physically, he's bigger. I get it. Uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. I fucking love The Rock. Okay, anything The Rock is in, I just love it. Like I, we were talking about this earlier. Like I, I actually caught that San Andreas the other yeah. night. Yeah, me too. Which is a, it's it's like a catch it on cable type movie. Sure. And I just loved the shit out of it. And I, and still, even though that movie had you know, it's ridiculous stuff to it. I feel like The Rock pulled it off. Because well, he's the fucking Rock. The Rock pulls off everything. Like, uh, I remember when The Rock was a, like his first bout with uh, you know with the wrestling. Can you smell what The Rock is cooking? Yeah, he was yeah. large and life personality. Didn't really know how great he was until he hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and then he nailed every sketch. So funny. And I remember for you a and I, gigantic guy. You and I talked about it. Yeah, like after uh, he was on, and we were like, "Holy shit, that guy was hilarious!" Like, yeah. He could be a movie star. We were saying it. Yeah. We were like, he could play superheroes. He's a funny guy. Like he could yeah. do it all. He can act. I mean, and then and then we saw the rundown. Yeah, 
which to me was maybe that first. I mean, I, I liked, you know, like when you saw the rundown, you were like, like I didn't really see Scorpion King at that point. It was like the rundown to me was like, holy shit, this guy's the fucking best. Because he is the one of the, we've talked before, one of the greatest opening scenes ever. Yeah. Where he kicks the shit out of the football team. Yeah. And Schwarzenegger. And Schwarzenegger's in it. Hands off the torch. And, and, and then it's just a fun, like the comedy, the action, great fucking fight scenes. And yeah. from there, it was just like, I was in. Walking I, Tall. I was in the Fast Furious movies, all that shit. I was in. Yeah. Uh, also, the comedy, like the other guys, fucking hysterical. That's in that a movie. great one. That's just a great. great one. But I and everything I see now, I just love the guy in it. Yeah. And he's fucking huge. He is huge. By the way, Frank, I'm surprised they never made a sequel to the Rundown because it was great. They should That's make a sequel right. called like the Lowdown. Yeah. You know, like yeah, the Walk Down. The chemistry, sure, sure. The the <laughs> the wind down. The uh, but the Rock, I can smell what he's cooking. And I like it. And you think it's delicious. <laughs> and I think it's delicious. Yeah. I like everything about it. I like everybody. Guy. I mean, and following him on Twitter is funny, too, right? Oh, well, everything is like, you know, he's like, woke up at 3 a.m., <laughs> dude, four hours of, of ripped our, shredded our backs. Yeah. Hashtag most people don't really live. Hashtag a real day. Hashtag just another Tuesday. Hashtag grab the golden ring. Yeah, all that, all, yeah. All that shit. Uh, because he lives it. Yeah, the dude lives it. Like he's in his forties now. He still looks fucking ridiculous. And when he when he you see him in a movie, he's like huge. He also he gave us one of our favorite sayings: "Treat yourself, don't cheat yourself." That's right. Which is you know for all you people who aren't familiar, it's like work out and be disciplined six days a week, and then allow yourself a day off. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. don't just kill yourself. But I yeah, I mean I love everything about it. like the like in the Fast and Furious. He has like a fight. One of the movies he has a fight scene with with. Uh, Vin Diesel? Yeah. He's so much bigger than Vin Diesel. Like, Vin Diesel is a big-looking, yeah. tough dude. He's the tough dude of Fast and Furious. But next to The Rock, yeah, you're like, holy shit. Yeah, well, I remember when he first... It was like the five when he first showed up, and there was like... It was a big fight between Vin Diesel and The Rock. That was, that was supposed yeah. to be the big showdown. Yeah. And I remember watching it being like, The Rock would kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no contest here. Yeah. Well, um, so definitely, I'll, I'll see anything with The Rock. I watch all the kid movies at The Rock's in mm-hmm. the fucking Journey to the Center of Earth Two. I watch all that shit, mm-hmm. and I love The Rock. Okay, and I'm not afraid to say it. I don't think there's any reason to be afraid okay. of saying it. Okay. Um, on a similar note, then. Okay. Is, you know, and we can still keep The Rock around for this conversation. One of my early man crushes was Schwarzenegger. Definitely, he's on my list too. And the thing about Schwarzenegger was not just the fact that, like, you know, facially he had that charisma. Yeah. And unintentionally he had the ability to deliver lines in a way that would crack you up. And he basically invented that, like, the one-liner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Don't wake my friend, he's dead tired. (laughs) Or, like, you know, put a guy in a spear and be like, stick around. Right. You know, like, Mm -hmm. aside from all that, there was also something where in every single movie he would take... His shirt off. Yeah, that there was the moment, and you were psyched. Yeah, when you, it was because like you're like, holy shit, that guy's human. Yeah, and it was before like fucking CGI and uh, whatever else, you know, or whatever they did to the guys in the three hundred. Yeah, but like you would see that dude, and you're like, holy, fu-. like the opening of Commando. He's carrying that fucking log. Yeah, where he's walking back to his house, the log on his yeah. shoulders, and you're like, yeah, Jesus. But let's back it up. Let's back it yeah, up. Yeah, like yeah. first time we saw him, really, Terminator. Okay, yeah, it was the Terminator. Terminator. It was the Terminator. Yeah. Yeah, and he arrives naked. Naked. Yeah, and you're like, holy shit, look Jesus at this fucking dude. Christ. And he right. kills Bill, rips Bill Paxton's heart out. Yeah, right. Puts Ta- his clothes on. Takes his clothes, yeah. And then, you know, 
And then for the most of the movie, he was, you know, he was in his uh, in clothes. Yeah. Then you go uh, Conan the Barbarian. Right. And in that movie, the way they reveal it's like you know you got all the people, all the slaves turning the wheel, and right. they start to Time die. Time is out. passing, yeah. and then finally there's just one guy left, and mm-hmm. then he lifts it up, and it's Arnold, and you see him like you know he gets purchased, right? And he's a warrior now, he's a gladiator, and it's like, and he's just sitting there always in a loincloth and his fucking muscles, yeah. And then after that, they would they would keep him a little bit more covered up, yeah. Like Predator it takes a long time to get that shirt off until the until the finale. Yeah. And it's worth it. When he's smearing himself in mud. Yeah. And it's worth it. It's a worth it. And but like Commando, you know, yeah, in the opening scene he's got he's got mm-hmm. a T shirt on though. It isn't until he arrives at uh at the island and uh he randomly gets into a speedo to row <laughs> right, to shore right. with all to his get weapons. Into the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's rowing and flexing the fuck out of him. But yeah. like when he would take his shirt off First of all, I remember there being times after that you were so spoiled. Right. You'd be in a movie and like you'd lean to your buddy. You're like, when's he taking his fucking shirt off? <laughs> and you'd laugh at it because it's like you're like, I know what the fuck. And right. then you take the shirt off and be like, okay. Right. And you would like, I remember you and I saw Schwarzenegger movies together where it's yeah. like, then he starts fucking flexing shit and, and you're like, here we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's do this. Yeah. Yeah. But also it's just that he had that string of those movies where it was like, like, like Terminator, Conan, right? And then he had things like Commando and Predator and uh, Total Recall. And, I mean, he just went to a stretch of, like, mm-hmm. you know, up to probably True Lies. I really like True Lies a lot, too. Yeah. You know? And you're like, it was great because he was funny, and they tailored the roles to him yeah. so that he fit into those movies. You know what I mean? He didn't have to do shit that he shouldn't be able to do, that he couldn't do. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was amazing. Like, like Twins, for instance, the movie Twins. Yeah. yeah. Him and Danny DeVito... And there's the the scene where like he first takes off his shirt right in front of uh, Danny DeVito, and Danny DeVito's like, "Oh, what are you having an allergic reaction to something?" <laughs> right, right. But I felt the same way. It's like every single time when he took his shirt off, yeah, it was one of those things that you just could never get used to. No, you're like, "Holy shit, look at that guy!" Yeah, but that's what his claim to fame was. I mean, he was the ultimate bodybuilder of you know of all time. Yeah, and they put that on screen, and it was smart. But also happened to be incredibly charismatic. You yeah. Because, like, in the movie Pumping Iron, there's a lot of guys with good bodies, but none as good as Schwarzenegger's. Sure. And there's a lot of guys with charisma, but nobody with the. Yeah. But, like I said, also, I think it's a, it's a matter of tailoring the roles because, like, there were times where he stepped outside too far and, and, and didn't, couldn't quite do what he was supposed to do, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, a movie like Predator, which he's so great in. Mm hmm. He stays inside of his box, you know what I mean? In, yeah. so, in his wheelhouse. Yeah. And it's great. Now, I think, for example, The Rock has more comic range, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And probably more acting range than he does. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, it, there would be no Rock without Schwarzenegger. So. No, and, and it, just admit one thing to me. Yeah. Whose body would you rather see? The Rock. Oh, shut up, Heffernan, you fucking <laughs> Rockophile. <laughs> okay. Go. Should I go old school? No, let's stay new. Let's stay now. I'll stay now. Okay. Uh, another guy who I was like, when I saw this guy for the first time, I was like, and whatever, there's some laughable stuff that this guy's done, but you're like, the first time I saw him, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? And it was uh, Hugh Jackman. Okay. Okay. Like, when I first saw that X-Men movie, yeah. I had no idea who this guy was. Yeah. And the movie's about him. Yeah. He's the star of the movie. Yeah. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And he was great, because he was... Tough as shit. Oh, he was jacked, man. He was jacked, man. Yeah. And uh, he totally carried the movie. Yeah, well, you know, it's like, 
I I wasn't a huge comic book fan growing up, but I did yeah. read the X Men. Yeah. And Wolverine was the best character. Yeah. And he had an attitude, but you know, in those in those comic books, he was a short guy. So I really I really liked that. Yeah. But like, um, you know, that's one of those things where like, who is going to ca- have the charisma to do this guy? Right. And you don't you never seen that guy before? No. And you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Now. You come to find out he's kind of a song and dance man from Australia. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's a whole but other it didn't matter because he still... Well, he was ripped. He was ripped, but he was also... Did a great acting job. Yeah. Right? Had a great look. Yeah. He became the star of that franchise. It's funny. It's, I remember, and I think I've told the story before, but like uh, on the original X-Men DVD, one of the extras they had... Yeah were all the finalists, like, uh, screen tests. Oh, okay. The people who got the role, and they had right. his screen test. And it's like, and they have a little stuff before it, which is like, you know, Anna Paquin already had the role yeah. of Rogue. Yeah. And um, they talk about, like, the search for Wolverine was a tough one. Right. And the different people who had potentially uh, were going to play Wolverine. I can't remember. There's one kind of funny one. You sure this was not a Saturday Night Live sketch? <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby Moynihan came on. Uh, no, no, but uh, they so they show Hugh Jackman's final screen test, right? And they're in like, you know, they've put they've got like a cab of like a uh, an eighteen wheeler truck, yeah. And uh, Anna Paquin's in there with her, and he's got a cigar in his mouth, and and he's in full makeup now. Okay, okay, sideburns, sideburns on shit, yeah. and he's got there no script or anything right. like that. They're doing the scene, yeah. They're doing the scene, and like when they get through it, the director's like, "All right, cut." Great, and you see Anna Paquin like turn and look at the director, like, "Come on, this guy's obviously the best." <laughs> right, like, right. She literally, she looks at him, and she's like, "Oh my god!" Right, yeah, hire him. Yeah, no, I, I think that's what he definitely. The first time I saw this guy, I was like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" The guy's great. Yeah, and then you learn more about him, and he's an interesting guy. And now I'm in that range though, where like, like I watch movies with my movies with my kids now. Yeah, and he's in a lot of kids' movies now, you know, and and uh, he just. He's just a likable person. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, my son and I love to watch uh, that movie Real Steel. Real Steel, yeah. And he's so likable in Real Steel. Yeah. You know, but he's like the crusty dude, and but he's, you know, he's that guy, you know? And I think there's some missteps here and there, but, like, I feel like he's such a likable person. I think yeah. he's good at what he does. He's great. I I, I mean... The guy hosted the Oscars. He's, dude, he's great. Yeah. He's great. He's great. And Kate and Leopold, mm-hmm. wink. <laughs> uh, he was, I love Hugh Jack, but it's funny because sure. it's like honestly, as we, besides Les Mis and Real Steel, yeah, and now Eddie the Eagle, yeah, um, I can't think of other Hugh Jack. The Prestige. Oh, I like the Prestige. Great, I like so the really Prestige good. a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. good in that. Magic. Van Helsing. My kids and I watch Van Helsing all the fucking time. Still, really? Yeah, a good movie. Uh, you know, it's, a little cheapy to me. Well, that's the thing. It's like, like you know, when you were a kid and you would watch. Frankenstein or Godzilla, like the Saturday afternoon movies. Sure. That's what Van Helsing is. It's just a schlocky monster movie. And for my kids, that's the era of, you know, that you want to see a monster movie. That's the kind of movie you sure. watch because it's not too much for the kids who, you know, the kid who's 12 years old. You sure. can watch that. Sure. You know what I mean? And okay. so it's fun. And he's, he makes it enjoyable to watch. Frankly. Okay. Hugh Jackman. That's enough on Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. All right. No, no, that's, that's all good. Hugh Jackman. Okay. You're okay, up. I'm going to go with a big one. You, I'm sure he's on your list too, but let's just get him out of the way. Okay. I want to talk about Peaceways. Oh, yeah. Come on. That's all we do is talk about Peaceways, right? You can't talk we, about him enough. We do our big Peaceways bit. You can't talk about him enough. Yeah. The first t- two movies I saw Peaceways in were Outsiders and Red Dawn. 
you know, we're coming up in the golden age of the teen movie of the, yeah. te- and back then these were film. Like The Outsiders yeah. is like a film. Yep. And a study on you know on, on these on social class. Yep. Um, and he's Francis Ford Coppola. Francis Ford Coppola directed this yeah. movie, mm-hmm. and and the cast as a ton of future movie stars. Movie stars. Yeah. Um, this one actually gave rise to another one of my main crushes, but um, of the time. But okay. Patrick Swayze, among all these kids who became movie stars, Patrick Swayze was the big brother. Right. And I remember at the time, like between that and Red Dawn, I was like, "Who is this guy that always plays this big brother? Right, who's so tough and earnest, who could kick the crap out of all these other like little pretty punks? Sure, but has wisdom, but has wisdom, right? And moves too, sure. But then it was like, then he was a like young... in the Outsiders when he squares off against the dude he used to play football against. Yeah, it was it was a manly thing. Yeah, they made rules. They made rules. Good to see you. We we played on a football team yeah, together. How you been? Now we're gonna fight. Yeah, it's like how you been? How you been? Yeah. Everything good? Okay, I'll take you. Yeah, is what they say. I'll take you. Right. Obviously. Right. Great scene. Because no one else can take that guy. Great scene. Yeah. The two biggest guys go and against each other. And then Swayze kicks the shit up. Yeah, of course he does. <laughs> of course Swayze kicks the shit up. Um, but then, so then you have then you have Red Dawn. He's a big yep. brother. Yes. We live here. Deliver. You know, what I mean, Great. he keeps that. He keeps them together. Yeah. Yeah. He keeps. He's them. the backbone of that thing. Yeah, he keeps them together. He's the spine. Goosebumps. Oh, fuck yeah. Then Youngblood, okay? Sure. So now he's, like, this was, uh, you know, Rob Lowe vehicle, but he was, he was the, also, again. The, he was the, uh. The seasoned veteran. The Bodhi, if you will. Yeah, okay, and well, then you, then he hits a run. Now. Sure. Then he gets sure. Dirty Dancing. Sure. And then from, after Dirty Dancing, I think, was Roadhouse. Roadhouse, yeah. It was before Point Break. Yeah, then it's Next of Kin, then Ghost. I thought Next of Kin's earlier, no? Next of Kin before Ghost. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's but that's go look it up. Roadhouse and Ghost. Yeah, and then after Ghost is Point Break. Yeah, mm. and I mean Jesus Christ, like, right? You know who it, is this guy? Well, it's like just one after the other, like Young Legs. Then Roadhouse is like what a great goddamn movie. And he's yeah. Dalton, mm-hmm. you know. And then like Next of Kin was kind of badass, and then yeah. mixed up with some with Ghost. Uh huh. Made you cry. Wow. And then uh, Point Break, Bodie. Great, we've talked about it. We, you know, the first time we saw that movie, we thought it was so great that we rewound the videotape, mm-hmm. rebaked, mm-hmm. rewatched, mm-hmm. and all we could talk. And we, we were all already Patrick Swayze fans at that sure. point. But that's the one. I think that's the one that just like knocked it out of the park for us. Yeah. We were like holy shit, there's never been a cooler guy than Patrick. I, Swayze. I think Roadhouse more so for me. Yeah. Than Point Break, even though Point Break, yes, but. Point Break, he was a thing, like an icon, or in the mo- within the movie, I guess. Like, yeah, Roadhouse was the, he was the guy. He was the guy you followed through the movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he yeah he was Dalton. Dalton thought you'd be bigger. Carries his own fucking medical records around with him because yeah. he's in the hospital so often. Yeah, sometimes stitches himself up. Sometimes. Anyway, yeah, sure. Swayze. Okay, you can't say enough about Swayze. No, I mean he's definitely a man crush. Have do you think we've driven anyone away yet? I mean we're we're in pretty good shape. But here. this is for the ladies, this right? This is for the ladies. The ladies love Patrick Swayze, but you know they could tell us who their man crushes are too. Yeah, if they wanted to, right? True Crew, always feel free to feed, give feedback to us, and I know you do. You yeah. want more feedback? Let me want some more feedback, everybody. Okay, true. Give us some feedback. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go right down the fucking middle here. I'm going to throw a pitch right down the goddamn middle here. Okay. I'm going to throw a man crush pitch right down the middle here. Okay. Redford. Okay. Redford was a guy that all growing up, like I would see him, and I love Newman too. I mean, I love Newman, and he's kind of on my list here. Yeah. But Redford, like, there was always something to me about how cool he looked. You know what I mean? Like, the first time you see him in Butch uh, casting the Sundance Kid, he's playing cards. Yeah. 
and you see the Sundance kid, and you're like, holy shit, he looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Like the Sting, he looks so fucking great in that. Yeah. Three doors of the con- three days of the Condor. Yeah. You know, he just goes on a stretch. All the presents, men. You're like, the dude is fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was cool. He was cool. I mean, I have to admit that, like, growing up, I never thought he was the best actor. I like him much more But he's more so now. natural, though, is what it is. Like, he's not, and he doesn't go beyond his, beyond what he is, but he's so natural. You know, what's funny is that as a kid, that's what I didn't like about him. That's what okay. I thought was not good acting. Okay. I was like, there's nothing in his voice. Uh, yeah. I, I remember, I was always like, what? Like, this guy's bl- bland. I'm not poo-pooing your man crush. Now. Right. But he's not, though. I mean, he's not bland. He's just. No, like, he's not. He's comfortable. He's super comfortable in what he's doing. I, I appreciate you know I mean? it. I appreciate it now, and it's also one of those guys. Like I appreciate the way he looks. By the way, I loved him in The Natural. And um, I've got that. Yeah, The Natural. I mean, all the way up to like I, I I've talked about this movie a lot on yeah. the podcast, but all is lost. Like the, here's a dude who's in his seventies. Yeah, and he still commands the screen f- as the only person on screen for an yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, not even saying a word. He's fantastic. Says one word in the whole movie. And what's that word, Kev? Fuck. Yeah. And I can't stop watching the movie. Because he's so watchable. Yeah. So you, but now as a kid, you were like way into him? No, I mean, as a kid, I just thought like in that era of Butch Cassidy, Sting, uh, the Sting, All the President's Men, I thought, yeah, I thought he was so cool. And he looked so cool. See, that's, it's, it's funny that you say that. And I don't disagree with that. Especially like even like Great Gatsby, you look at him, Great Gatsby, you're like, God damn it, he's good looking. Yeah. Uh, I always felt that way about Paul Newman. Yeah. No, I, I, he's on my list too. Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. Slapshot and oh Jesus yeah he, those blue eyes the hustler like, and yeah yeah and he kind of went like gray early you know a little bit like yeah the, I mean I would throw them into that same group you know what I mean yeah but uh, in terms of man crush if you're asking me who I'd fuck first yeah Redford I'd probably fuck first okay well that's then we'd be great on a double date because I'd <laughs> fuck Newman first <laughs> all right good you know when you when you talked about the thing before it's like their personalities their talent and everything like that like. Um, you take for granted the fact that, like, you're also seeing them in these movies that are fantastic, and yeah. it's, it's a result of who they are and what they bring to it. N- not a mistake that it's like they did Bush Cats and Sons of Kids together, they did The Sting together, which is a great yeah. movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. And uh, they were a great pair. Yeah. Um, another thing that was cool about the two of them, in terms of, like, uh, you know, man crush ability, was the confidence they had to be with another guy. Like, sure. You know, there's a whole thing about it. It's like... Uh, in these movies, you'll have a great-looking lead actor, and then their supporting cast is not as good-looking yeah, as them. Intentionally, and this was these were guys who were not afraid of that. Yeah. In fact, they thought it made them, you know, made them rise to the the yeah. occasion. Yeah, and they did. And then did they? And ever, they did. Did they ever? Did I tell you this, this story? And now I can't remember. It, it, it was Eric Scopetta. Yeah, Scope. He used to work at an ice cream store in the Hamptons. Uh huh. And he told a story about how uh, there was one time. He sold a woman some ice cream, an ice cream cone, and Paul Newman walked in. Okay. He ordered an ice cream. The woman was looking. It was totally frazzled. Mm. And the woman went out to her car. Yeah. And realized she didn't have her ice cream cone. (laughs) And so she walked back into the store to get her ice cream cone. Right. And Newman was standing there uh, with her car keys. And she's like, she's trembling. She says, where's my ice cream? And he... Like pointed to her purse. <laughs> right. her purse. She had taken the ice cream cone and put it in her purse. Oh, that's hysterical! And and walked out. Holy shit! That's hysterical. Yeah. Anyway, okay. you're up. Okay. The my other man crush yeah. from um, the Outsiders. See Thomas Hall. No, 
it was Rob Lowe. Okay, sure. Because like the character Soda Pop, I mean, that was that was the world's introduction to Rob Lowe, and he was so pretty. Yeah, super pretty. Like, I mean, people were like, "Is he a girl?" <laughs> but like, but he wasn't. But like, they were like, "Does this put us into the what's the pretty boy definition of a pretty well, boy?" Well, he or? is the definition of a pretty boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he certainly. And was. did Jay disagree with you on that? Or no, he agreed. Okay, he agreed Got with it. me on that one. Yeah. He, he he couldn't not agree. Right. Sure. Um, but then he was also in Young Blood. Sure. But like, and every, that was that was the role. He was the pretty boy. Yeah. Uh, who had to become a tough guy? Who had to become a tough guy? But yeah. like, but in between there, so it was like you had he was so pretty in in uh, but playing a tough guy yeah. in The Outsiders, and then he was in a movie called Class. Yep, with uh, with Andrew McCarthy and you. No, I was. Were you in that movie? I was in Heaven Help Us. Oh, Heaven Help Us. Okay, okay. yeah, okay. with Patrick Dempsey. Okay, Patrick Dempsey got my part. Gotcha. Okay, um, but uh, seeing him in Class, I there was just something about him. It's like one of those unspoken things. I was like, he was so pretty. Yeah. Either I think blue. I think I'm a sucker for blue eyes. Oh, I think that might be it. Lemmy Newman. You know, it's hey. Listen, it's like the that's the ethnic in me. Sure. Okay. You know, like like going to opposites attract me. Well, it's like look. You know, you, you you meet some somebody like that. They'll be like, no, I like you know. Let I like look that. It's true. Travolta. Yeah. Newman. Yeah. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. No, he has no blue eyes. He, well, no, but he's you know that's fine. It's like um, anyway, uh, Rob Lowe. I okay. just thought he was. I didn't think and then St. Elmo's Fire, he had a sweet fucking big hairdo in that. Yeah, he had a mullet going, yeah. he had earrings, but the saxophone. Yeah. Uh, so there's Young Blood. What else did he do? Uh, did he do any of those Rat Pack movies? Um, Rat Pack, I mean? I don't know. I can't. Certainly St. Elmo's Fire. Yeah, but that, that, that. I can see the new horizon underneath oh. the Rodden Sea. I can feel St. Elmo's Fire burning in me. He tells the legend of St. Elmo's Fire. He really movie. does. That movie. He really, and he plays a saxophone. Yeah. But then, you know, he made the turn to, to the more comic, like, you know, like uh, uh, Wayne's World, and, you know, he yeah. started doing Austin Power things. And Which is... Uh, I love it. I love that he does that. A testament to him, because he Absolutely. did disappear for a moment in time. Yeah. And um, as m- most of them did, and then he came out. Yeah. And, and reinvented himself, basically, yeah. as a comedic actor. Yeah. And he's did a great, great job. He's yeah. great at it. Rob okay. Lowe. All right, Rob Lowe. That's you, Rob Lowe. Okay. You want new or old? Uh, I want old. Old. Okay. Well, we've talked about him on our show. I bet I've got him right here yeah. at the top we've of my list. We've talked to him uh, many times. I've got him right here at the top of my list. Uh, 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 an actor by the name of Sam Elliott. Oh, my goodness. Fucking gracious. Huge man crush on Sam Elliott. Oh, my God. I mean... But actually a man crush. It's a man crush. I mean, it's like... We, I think in Mask, Mask was the first time I was like, who the fuck is this guy? He was so cool. So great, As Mask. Gar. Because he was like a biker, but he was... Nice with a heart, yeah. And he was—he looked tough, but he—you could tell he was a good man. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then, uh, uh, then you had the other things like you know, Any that Roadhouse and the Big Lebowski. I fucking love him, the Big Lebowski, yeah. Tombstone. Oh, he's great. You know, know what I mean? Rush. It got to the point where he's voice, and I've seen him in a lot of things. Now he's on—he was on uh, the bad guy on on the season of uh, Justified. Yeah, and he was in Thank You for Smoking. Yeah. Although they were uh, shame on them for not using him more, sure shame on anyone for not using him more. Yeah, but it's that voice and the mustache. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, and he was he did all his commercials like it was for dinner. Are you going to tell a story about? Yeah, yeah. All right, tell tell your man crush story. Well, so and then I worked. You've told it a couple of times. I have, but you know, I'll tell it again and again. I worked with him on that uh, live television movie Failsafe, which was uh, with three weeks of of rehearsals, and uh, it it was uh, we were you know a, a scene with a bunch of actors in it it was sam elliott james cromwell brian dennehy uh, and then a bunch of extras 
And I was an extra. Yes, you were. But I was... Be- Matt Boy. Yeah, I was Matt Boy. <laughs> but uh, because uh, George Clooney's assistant, who was our producer, our associate producer on Super Troopers, and we were, we were in the process of getting Super Troopers greenlit, I got front and center for that movie. So I sat there between those three actors at the weather map that right. they're all standing at. Right. That's a great... Uh, Three legs of the stool right there. Oh, my God. It was great. Yeah. It was great. They were just talking and stuff. And Sam Elliott was... First of all, I, I met him the day I went to, for my costume fitting. Yeah. And uh, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't say that I met him. I, I first saw him. I saw him. And also in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, by the way. As an extra. Yeah. Well, he's in the opening scene playing poker with, with uh, the yeah. Sundance Kid. Yeah. But, uh, but Looks very different. Though. And that's where he met his uh, lovely wife. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Ross. Catherine Ross. Um, yeah. The graduate. Newman Redford are in that movie. Yeah. He gets the leading lady and yeah. marries her. I think a couple years later, though. Whatever. <laughs> After Newman and Redford uh, yeah. already. But, yeah. but uh, yeah, so I was walking back from getting uh, fitted for my costume. Yeah. And somebody's knocking on a trailer. They're like, uh, Sam, the, they're ready for your physical. Because you go through these red stamp physicals right. that, that we talked about. Right. And they walked away. And I was still walking. As I passed his trailer, he, he walked out. Yeah. And had his joke ready for the first person, whoever was going to, you know, whoever was there was going to get it, and that happened to be me. Right. And he just looked at me, and he's like, I bet that doctor can't wait to get his hands on me. <laughs> with like a, with that smirk. You know, he had that sideways smirk. Sure. And then, you know, that, like uh, we did the whole, we rehearsed together for three weeks. Yeah. Went through the whole thing. You know, in the thing, he smokes cigars. His character smokes cigars. And so, like, he was always dipping, Sam Elliott. Yeah. And he would always swallow his dip spit. Oh, my goodness. He didn't spit what it out. That's how tough he was. What a man. And then, you know, for the dress rehearsals for the last, like, two days, yeah. he started smoking cigars. And we would rehearse all day. And so he was smoking, like, six cigars a day and dipping and swallowing the dip. Okay. Then at the rap party, he was smoking cigars and dipping and swallowing the dip right. spit and drinking scotch. Okay. And he was there with Catherine Ross. Right. Oh. Okay. And he had changed into a red Hawaiian shirt. Oh yeah, for the party. Oh yeah. And now, literally, while we were making that movie, you remember we got the we got the green light on Super Troopers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While I was doing that, and at the yeah. rap party, I told him, uh, while well, we were hugging each other, because you're both wasted, we were hammered. <laughs> and I, I went up to him as as like Sam, I just I just want to say it's been an honor working with you. And he, and he pulled me in a hug and was like, "You were there every goddamn day." <laughs> And I was like, I know, but you're just so... I was like, how does it feel to be the toughest motherfucker on the planet? Right. And he looked at me and he goes, you tell me. Oh. And I was like, oh, my And God. your balls dropped. Oh, my God. Right. My balls were soaking wet. <laughs> and uh, and and then I told... I was like, you know, listen, we're we're making you an offer. Uh, I just got a greenlit on a movie that I made, and we're, we're going to make you an offer on it. And I, I, would, I would love it if you were a part of it. Right. And he was like... You just send me a good script. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but please, just like look out for it. It's called Super Troopers. We'd love to have you. And he's like, just send me a good script. And I guess it wasn't good enough. I guess not. I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. But, you know, look, I don't care. It, like, that dude uh, is the greatest him. dude. The ever. voice is the greatest voice in the world. Yeah. It's such a great voice. Okay. All right. Let me go. Uh, uh, oh, no, you're up. You're up. You're up. Yeah. You're up. You're up. You're up. I mean, that's nice, though. It's like you took one of mine, and that's fine. I sure. Okay. talk about it, and it doesn't count against me. Yeah. Um, here, this is an interesting one. This, okay. This is, uh, I bet you didn't know this about me. Here's. Okay. I realized that today, uh, like, a guy that I had a man crush on when I was uh, growing up was Johnny Depp. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because, like, I remember first seeing him in Platoon. 
Okay. That's 1986. He was the kid. Do you remember him in Platoon? Mm, no. He's the one that could translate into Vietnamese. Okay. And so he was really young, and I remember being like, that dude's good looking. Really? I, th- I, oh, I think he's weird looking, and I always have thought he was Oh, see, I, I, there was something about him. Like, like uh, 21 Jump Street? I always thought he was kind of weird looking. Yeah, I dude. thought he was sweet looking in 21 really? Jump Street. Okay. okay. You know, I even give an honorable mention for like Richard Grieco for a moment in uh, 21 Jump Street. I was like, he's good looking too. But, <laughs> All right. Um, you know, like I, I like. He was a little weird looking, Johnny Depp. He was high, very high cheekbones. Yeah, super high cheekbones. But really good looking. Okay. Really good looking. And it's, you know, to me, it's, it's just one of the. Uh, I, I liked him. As an actor in all the movies he did, I liked you know I liked Edward Scissorhands, like I liked yeah the Gilbert Craig, I liked that he was a thoughtful guy yes and doing uh, cool shit. What I got sad by is that like you know then he chose to cover himself up with makeup and go behind do all so many characters that, yeah that like now when you see him without any of that stuff on he now he looks weird to me. Okay. He just looks way older, and it's because you haven't actually seen his face in so long. I guess that's true. Although, you know, I I have watched some of those other movies that he's made where he is himself, like The Tourist and Nick of Transcendence and those recent ones, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, I don't know. I I love the guy. I just find he's so bold that he makes these choices sometimes that I don't like. Mm -hmm. And the characters become so weird and quirky that I'm kind of put off a little bit sometimes by him. Sure. And it's a hit or miss for me with Johnny Depp, really. Yeah. You know, like, like I love Edward Scissorhands, but I don't like the Willy Wonka one. Sure. You know what I mean? It's kind of, I, you know, I don't like the Mad Hatter thing, but I love the Pirates of the Caribbean thing. You well, know what I mean? And unfortunately what it does, too, though, doing all that stuff, is that when he does try to be himself, yeah. just as a regular guy in a movie, it... It falls so flat, I think. I guess so, although Donnie Brasco, I think, is one of his oh, better great things. Oh, he's great Donnie Brasco. And he, that's him, you know, but like, for example, Black Mask. I didn't love Black Masks. I didn't, I, I felt like he was the wrong person. Which one? Person. Black? The white, the one just this last year. Oh, Black Mask. Yeah, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. That was weird. So, you know, I, 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 it's kind of, although I, I watched about, I've watched a bunch of that Donald Trump movie, which is uh, fucking so funny. hysterical. How like, they, good for him to do that. That's man. a feature length. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's like an eighty-minute thing. It's fucking yeah. hysterical. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe so it. So funny. Good for him. Yeah. Anyway, I I, I just remember I was, I was he was one of those guys where I was like he's good looking. Sure. Sure. And I follow and I tracked him for a little while. Okay, I'm gonna go with another new guy, a relatively not a new guy, but a relatively new guy. Okay. He's not he's not an old school guy. He's a new school guy. Okay. Thor, Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth. Okay. I think that guy's I. Uh, he was another one of those guys where you saw him on the screen, like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. And he also had the funny shirt off moment in Thor. Jeez. I remember I was watching with my wife we were in the movie theater, and they make a joke out of it, and I love that they did. Yeah. But, like, he walks, like, he's in her apartment, he walks out of the room with the shirt off. Yeah. And my wife and I were like, both of us were like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Look at that guy. Yeah. Oh, my God. And then, uh, and then I saw him on SNL, and he was so funny. He's got the Australian accent. Yeah. And then uh, again, that movie Rush, not the one you were talking about, but the yeah. the Ron Howard one. Yeah, he was great. Which I watched that movie, and I was like, God, this guy can really act. Yeah, he's great. Like he does a great job in that movie. Yeah. And for then, I was like, Fuck it, I love Thor. Yeah, I love this guy. Yeah, no, I'm excited to see him in Ghostbusters. I hear he's fucking hysterical. Well, I hope it's one of those things now where it's like you, you know, like Rose Byrne. On the flip side, it's like yeah. a beautiful woman and actress who's playing exotic roles, and all of a sudden they tap into this like comedy gene that she, that yeah. she's got. I hope that's like. But it. I definitely went man crush on him on Thor. I was like, look at this fucking guy, and he was funny. He's a good actor. He's got a cool voice. Yeah, seems like a cool guy. And I remember seeing the, the trailer for Thor in the theater. And it's like, I, it was one of those. It hit my Schwarzenegger nerve every All time right. like the Thor trailer would come on. I'd be like, shut up, 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 shut up. 
Like people be talking about, even if I was in a bar and there's no sign, I'd be like, shut up, shut up, hold on, hold on, check out this dude's body. You got to check out this dude's body. Hold on, hold on, here right. goes, here goes. Boom, look at that thing. And be like, God damn, look, look at that, that thing. fucking dude. Jesus. Look at that fucking dude. Look at this guy. <clears throat> I'm going to go Thor. Okay. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to say Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, he's on my list too. Because I remember, like, the first time I became aware of Brad Pitt was when I was I was 21, had just... Yeah. And was had long hair and, and and was working in the record store. Okay, and I remember seeing there was a magazine cover. It was like one of those take it for free magazines. Yeah, sure. Okay, and it had Naomi Campbell and Brad Pitt on the cover. Okay, and he this was when he was in like the river runs through it phase, where it's like okay, so this is post Thelma and Louise True Romance, which you saw. No, no, this is, pre, this is pre True Romance. Okay, this is post Thelma and Louise. Okay, but I hadn't seen Thelma and Louise. Okay, I saw it like three or four times in the movie theater. I love that movie so much. Yeah, this was and that kid. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah, I like this it guy. was right after Thelma and Louise, okay. pre River Runs Through It, okay. which is pre Legends of the Fall. So he still had a short like Robert Redford hair. Got it. And I remember being like, "God, that guy's so pretty!" But like, who's this pretty guy? Like how? Like who's Brad Pitt? Yeah. And then I saw Thelma and Louise and was like, "Jesus, look at that six pack!" <laughs> <laughs> right. And then like, and he did a was, great job. It wasn't until though True Romance though, because he's so fucking funny in True Romance. Yeah, like he's so funny in that movie that it's not a the good looking guy. Right, it's the comedy role. Yeah, which to me I was like, oh wow, that's great. Yeah, you know, isn't that fucking great? Well, then it, he that that was what made me just love him. Yeah, was true romance because it was like that. He was so goddamn funny in that part. So great that after that, you know, it's like sometimes you have that thing where you're like, that guy's too pretty. I can't I can't forgive that guy his yeah. his beauty. Yeah, this was a guy that was like, uh. Because, you know, River Runs Through It and then Legend of the Fall, they would focus on, like, his plump, fat, purple lips. Right. And, like, how beautiful he was. And right. Like, ah. Yeah. You know, but then he's he's so funny. But it was funny because when I saw him in uh, in um, Thelma and Louise, I yeah. realized that he was a dude that he was in 30-something. Yeah. You ever watch that show, 30-something? Yeah. I don't remember him in it, but, There yeah. was, like, a couple of episodes where, like, the daughter... This is like in high school when I was watching. There's like the daughter, or like a, one of the couples had a babysitter. Okay. And the babysitter had a, bo- a bad boy boyfriend. Okay, okay. And she brought him over to their house, and he took her virginity on their couch. Oh, boy. And like like one of the women like was like look watching them have sex from her stairs and was like, Ooh. and fired the babysitter. was like, you violated our house while we were in it. Okay. But I remember thinking, I was like, when I would see that guy, I was like, man, her boyfriend's so goddamn good looking. <laughs> And then he was on top of her, and I was like, look at those back muscles. Look at his buns. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. It's funny that you mentioned Robert Redford, because I think he is the most like Robert Redford to mm-hmm. me. Like, I th- and I think now he's in his Robert Redford stage yeah. of where Redford had that run. And it's like these movies that, that Pitt is doing now, like Moneyball and The Big Short. Well, The Big Short, he's Redford. He is Redford. In, in All the Presidents yeah. of Men, I felt. And, and it's, just, it's the same thing with Moneyball. It's like these kind of very naturalistic uh, roles, which I think he's fucking great in, you know, because he he did his action thing, you know, like Troy. one of my big crush moments on him was Troy. Oh Jesus, no Troy. question. Like the way they present Brad Pitt in that movie is one of the greatest ever. It's like, <laughs> it's like, where is Achilles? Where is Achilles? Time for battle. Where is Achilles? They go Our to his tent. Brian Cox. Our friend right. Brian Cox. They go to his tent, and he pops up in the bed. And then they're like, Achilles, it's time for battle. And then a girl pops up. And then another girl pops up. It's that old, like, he's in bed with two girls thing. It's funny because I, I, I know the reveal you're talking about, but I am under the impression that the girls don't wake up at all. 
Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, no, my no. point is the reveal of them. No, no, because yeah. because they reveal it in the way that you do. It's like him yeah. first, and then you see the bodies. But I'm under the impression <laughs> what what they were suggesting was that he boned them so so hard, hard that they're out. That they're just us. That may be the case. Yeah. But then he walks from there, and he goes and he fights that Omega Man or whatever yeah. his name, whatever that yeah. re- like gigantic motherfucker. Yeah. And it's one jump, sword through the neck move. Yeah. And it's over in a second. Yeah. And you're like, holy fucking shit. Yeah. Did we see that movie together for the first time? I don't know. We may have. But I, he's so golden in it, you know? Oh, he's so golden in gold. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, he's, he's Achilles. But I, I mean, I, I, I appreciate that more than, like, say, Interview with the Vampire, where he was a little bit more made up, like, Interview with the Vampire. Sure. You know I mean, like, I like the Troy uh, Fight Club. Oh, uh, well, the Fight Club. Snatch. Well, Fight Club and Snatch were, first of all, Snatch was another one where you're like, God, the guy's an awesome actor, yeah. and he's underrated. Does that fucking crazy accent, yeah. and, you know, the Irish thing. And- but then it hits you, not in the same way with Schwarzenegger, but I was also like, when he would take off a shirt in those things, as a dude, you're like, yeah. look at that fucking body. Yeah, holy shit. Like, those abs are rock hard, the shoulders are fucking sweet. Yeah. You know, and you're like, dude's goddamn good looking, and he's talented. Because I think, I think now he's probably just spelled that, but there was a point where I think people... Thought, oh, he's just a pretty face, but I, I think he's proved himself. He's a good actor. And, and, yeah, well, and, and, and you know, you and look- he had his moment. You know, the Ocean's Eleven stuff. He got to do that kind of thing. And he, the Mister Mrs. Smith was great the, movie, the action comedy, great thing. movie, great movie, great movie. And then also you've got uh, Inglorious Bastards, which you know he you know he plays Aldo the uh, yeah. the, the great. Of, the, I mean, a great character, terrific. I also really liked World War Z. World War Z is fucking awesome. Really liked it a lot. I love World War Z. Yeah. So I think he's one of those guys that can do no wrong in my mind. I really loved World War Z. Me too. That was a great movie. No, but honestly, it's like I, I don't have a. Bo- I, I've never had a man crush on Tom Cruise. But me like, either. Whenever I say to my wife, I enjoy him, but he's not a man crush. Well, yeah, but it's like yeah. you know that even like the movies that aren't critically acclaimed or yeah. whatever that like, you know, if 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 I say to my wife I want to watch this movie, like for instance, Fury is something that we're about to watch. Yes, and, I've seen Fury, and she's like, "What do you want to?" You want to watch something? I'm like, oh yeah, it's uh, it's Tom Cruise. It's a Brad Pitt movie. She's like, okay, I'm in, and it's and it's because she's like, those guys don't make bad movies. Sure, they choose good movies. Seven, dude, come on. Seven is like one of the all time greats. Come on, I, the guy's been in so many great movies. All right, I'm gonna go uh, in this period. Uh, this was a certain uh, a stretch of ten years, probably old school. I'm gonna go Burt Reynolds. Oh, good fucking choice. I mean, uh, it went to that. It went through that thing for me as a kid where there were the tough movies, where there was Deliverance or Longest Yard, and then, you know, you had the comedies, like the Smokey and the Bandit and the Cannonball mm-hmm. Run, and those movies were fucking great. Mm-hmm. Sharky's Machine, mm-hmm. like probably up to Sharky's Machine yeah. may have been my crush area. Yeah. Because you're like, look at this fucking guy. Who is this fucking guy? He's funny. He's tough. Yeah. The movies are great. And like, you laughed along with him. Smokey and the Bandit, such a great character. Such a great, you, you know, it's funny. You want to hang out. You want to be in the car hanging out with those guys. The cool thing about him was that, like, I, I feel like I became aware of Burt Reynolds, Smokey and the Bandit, Cannonball Run, those years, like the slightly goofier years. Yeah. And not goofy bad. But like, Smokey and the Bandit, I guess that's kind of goofy in the sense that, but that's like a, it's an R-rated movie. Oh, no, it's Like, a if you watch movie. it now, like, I, there was a time where you'd catch it on TV, and then, and then there was one time I watched it on cable, and I'd forgotten. It's an R-rated movie. Yeah, it's an R-rated movie. Language, you know. Oh, we well, I remember we watched it for Super Troopers, yeah, and that was the first time any of us had seen it on DVD or like in a long time, not uncut, not yeah, not for uh, cleaned up for television, yeah, and we were knocked out, 
yeah. at, at how amazing it was. And we had forgotten because we'd just been seeing it on network television all the time. Yeah. The thing like that, that I loved about Burt Reynolds was that like, like I said, I was I was aware of him first with uh, the um, smoking the bandit and the shark machine, all those all those movies. But then as I got older, was when I went back and watched Deliverance for the first time. Yeah. And it was like I discovered a whole new Burt Reynolds. He looked great in that movie. He was cool. So cool. Yeah. And then he was great in Boogie Nights. But oh, not, yeah, that's past the man crush. That's, the, yeah, that's not in the man crush world. Yeah. So, like I said, it was up like Sharky's Machine, I feel like to me. Yeah. Uh, or what was the stuntman one? Hooper. Hooper, you're in that world. You know, yeah, that was a cool one. And, you know, those were kind of like well, early 80s probably. Yeah. You know? And I was like, yeah, fucking Burt Reynolds. Yeah, he was awesome. Loved him. I'm going to do a, mo- a moderner, a more modern one. Okay. A dude who like who we've mentioned a movie that he's been in okay already. From the first time I saw him in this movie, I was like, I love this fucking dude. Okay, and then everything he's ever in, I love him in everything. And he doesn't really do anything other than be himself. Okay, and I love it. Okay, do you want to guess? Do you want to guess initials? Is he a comedy guy? Uh, he has done comedy. Okay, so then it's not, that's not how I'm thinking of. Okay. Give me initials. Uh, J.S. J.S.? Yeah. Do you not have a J.S. on your list? Yeah, I do. Is it? I'm, he's on my secondary list, though. Is it Jason Statham? Yeah. Oh, I love Jason Statham. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, he wasn't in my top ten. He, but, uh, I do love Jason Statham also. Like, when he was in Snatch. Yeah. And I remember thinking, I was like, oh, I love this guy. The way he talked, his name was Turkish. The right. way he spoke, oh, he's You're weird. Right. right. And he's dealing with Brad Pitt, who he can't understand. Like he's just an, he, and he did a great job of like just managing. It's great, all he's shit. great in that movie. Yeah, but everything he's been in uh, since then, I just, sure transporter, I, the transporter. He's Expendables. great in, huh? Expendables, Expendables. He's great in all those like what Fast you find and Furious on, Seven, Six and Seven. Yeah, all the ones you find on Netflix. You know, like Safe. <laughs> and, like, I mean, right. there's a million of them on Netflix. Right. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And and that's one. My wife, I think she's actually more attracted to Statham than the other guys that I mentioned. But she's okay, like, I'm like it's Jason Statham. She's like, oh, okay, let's fucking watch. Oh, it. I love that guy. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love that guy. I love that motherfucker. Oh, let's watch that guy. Yeah. Remember the time we discovered his diving videos? Yeah. Well, because Statham was a like an Olympic diver or something for for Britain. Yeah. And you think about how this tough guy is, and then you go and you watch those diving videos, and it's really kind of funny to watch the yeah <laughs> those diving videos. Well, he's got hair. He's got hair, he's in a Speedo, he's doing the fucking double camel, flippy dippy, you know, the whispering announcers. Oh, he stuck that one. Yeah. He stuck that one. And to yeah. think of that guy, the transporter, uh, doing that is a fun, always a funny thing to me. Yeah, no, he, but he's, uh, but he's, he's a guy who like, uh, has a certain Harrison Ford quality and that like, yes. he can just make jokes and like he yeah. can say funny things. Uh, the Italian job was a good one. Yeah. Oh, wait, the bank job. Or, or both. <laughs> he's in the heist. Italian. He's in that movie. Yeah, he's great. He's all right. Anyway, he's great. Uh, I love that guy. All right, you want me to go obscure, or you want me to go do what you want? Red obs- meat. Do what you want. There's a guy right now in a lot of movies who's probably the last eight years who uh, you won't get it. You won't get it. Who you know? I really uh, am enjoying watching him. I love. I, I really like it when he shows. And the first time I saw him, I was like. Who the fuck is this guy? Mm-hmm. And uh, I should know this guy. And then uh, now he's in hes in a lot of movies now. But I don't even know if you know who he is. Okay. His name is Mark Strong. Oh, I know Mark Strong. Do you know who that guy is? I know Mark Strong. Yeah, he's in... Uh, he's in The Kingsman. He's in The Kingsman. Right, he, was, he was the bad guy in the first Sherlock Holmes movie. Yeah, he was in uh, the um, original version of uh, Fever Pitch. Yes, right. As more of the a British version, guy. he was the bad guy in the 
Russell Crowe Robin Hood movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I like. He was Mark a bad Stone. guy in Green Lantern. He was in Kick Ass. Uh, he's in Rock and Roller. Yeah, he's in something right now that didn't do well opening weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, the Grimsby. The, the Grimsby he's yeah. the one with uh, Sacha Baron Cohen. He's yeah. the older brother. Yeah. But I love that guy. I like everything I see him in. I always uh, like that guy. He's he mostly plays bad guys, but sometimes like in the Kingsman, he's a good. Guy. But in a man crush way. Yeah. Okay, so you have yeah. a man crush on him. I'm like, who is this guy? Okay. Right, he's tough. That, he's that, a very good actor. He's got a he's got a hardcore British accent. That's what I think the criteria of man crush. It, it's like it, when you see him for the first time, you're like, who is this guy? That's my definition. You had that with Mark Strong. I had that. It was probably after the fact though, because I think it was in Sherlock Holmes, and he was the bad guy, and I I, I was like, and I know I I had seen him before that, but that was the movie I was like, who is this guy? Mm. I like this guy. Mm. I mean, even though this mo- that movie's like I think is a glorified Scooby Doo. Sure, it's like he is the Scooby Doo bad guy. Sure, in that movie. Okay, and then I started re- noticing him more, and I was like, God, this guy's fucking great. Yeah, well, he's gotten more and more work. Yeah, as time has gone on. Yeah. But I, I have a, I got a little crush on Mark Strong. Okay, I'm surprised I'm say that. But that's, I'm surprised that you have more of a crush on him than Statham, for instance. Like he's on your first list, and Statham's on your second. Yeah, list. Statham. I love Statham, but I I just think of those diving videos all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it comes down to. I've got kind of a random one. Okay, that was my random one, Mark Strong. Okay, here's here's my random one, Ted McGinley. <laughs> really? <laughs> well. I remember, like, when he was first. For all of you who don't know who Ted McGinley and he was unmarried, working backwards. He was unmarried with children. Nerds. Before that, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah. Before that, he was actually on Happy Days. Right. Okay. Uh, but I remember seeing him on Happy Days for the first time. I was like, God damn, that guy's so blonde and good looking. Right. And then when he was in Revenge of the Nerds, he's I was the like, bad guy. He's the president of the Alphas. Yeah, and I loved him. I loved him number one because even then, as like a teenager watching, that, I was like, uh, that's one of those like thirty-five-year-old actors. <laughs> right, playing play a college guy. A college guy. But I was like, he's so fucking comically good looking. Yeah. Like, that to me, I know a lot of people like to talk about, uh, you know, the guy from The Karate Kid. How, like, he was a, a blonde villain, a blonde asshole in a lot of movies. But this guy, Ted McGinley, was like the original, for me, was like, was ten times better looking than the the kid from Karate Kid. Right. And I just, I thought he was such a remarkable blonde prick. Okay. I loved him. Okay. I loved him. McGinley, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But okay. one of those guys that where I was like, when I looked at him, I was like, he's so fucking good looking. Look how right. fucking good looking that guy is. Pretty boy. Yeah, he was so good looking. Okay. okay. Uh, I'm going to go another. This one is not so much like how great looking he is. I don't know what this is. This is more of like a, like when you're like a college uh, kid and you have a crush on your professor, I feel like. Okay. I'm going to say Gene Hackman. Okay. Okay. I have always had a, th- I mean, Gene Hackman, I fucking love Gene Hackman. Okay. Like from The French Connection. Mm. Uh, Hoosiers, one of my all-time favorite movies. Unforgiven. I, I'm always mesmerized by the guy. Yeah, like holy fucking shit. Yeah, because he he's got like a rawness to him. I feel like. See what you you know what I'm gathering here, and it, it makes sense to me. It's like because you come from kind of a blue collar town. Yeah. Type situation. I mean, yeah. your your family is very educated, and you know you're on the up and up. Yeah. But like you're still like you're blue collar in your roots. Sure. Okay. And I'm getting that from you okay. here. Like, see, from Hackman. And this, well, this is what I'm saying. It's like a lot of your choices. I'm hearing that like they're different from mine because I'm like, he's not as pretty as I tend to go for. But right. This guy's not Hackman's not pretty at all. No, you like a man with a rougher hand. That's sure. what, like you want to be hit. <laughs> 
And you want to have your ankles <laughs> pinned behind your ears. No, that's, what, like, you want that's be... my point. That it's not a fuck thing. It's like a... No, but I'm saying if it's you like were... A, who the fuck is this guy? No, but... You and know how can I be like him? Kevin, it makes so much sense. It makes right. so much sense. Right. You know, right. it's like... um, Just like women who are more athletic... Yeah. ...want to be with men who are m- bigger and more athletic. Okay. And it's okay. not necessarily that they need the, like, the muscles on muscle. It's right. that they need... Someone to make them feel small. <laughs> okay, okay. And I'm getting that off of is you. That what I, is that what I need? You need someone who can handle all that you've got there. Like, you're a big man. Sure. And maybe, want, maybe I'm just tired of being a big man, and I want to be the small you man. You want to feel small. I want to be you. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, listen, I'm just saying, it's not, it's not so strange <laughs> as I hear them all. Like, Gene Hackman would shit, like, when you got out of line, when you're having one of your little temper tantrums. Yeah, he'd hit me. Have, he'd hit he'd me. shake you and then hit you. Yeah. And then fuck you. <laughs> I don't think of him as sexual in any way, though. Like, even in Hoosiers, when he's with, like, Barbara Hershey. I know. And they kiss or whatever, you're like, nah. Nah. That's, no. That doesn't fit. That doesn't work. It, I like that about Gene Hackman. They didn't try to put a, a, a square peg in a round hole. Yeah. They were just like, just pay, play like a, a a guy who's got one thing on his mind, solving the case. <laughs> right. You know? Sure. Putting that guy behind bars, that's what's sure. on his mind. Not to worry about that shit. Yeah. You know? But, Great. Phenomenal prick, too, in movies. Oh. <laughs> so good. But so Superman charming. too, though Superman, so charming. Superman as Lex Luthor, so charming, so great. Like Mr. Luthor, so great. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Bruce Willis. Okay, because I got him down low. Well, for me, what it was was like when I was a kid, I watched Moonlighting. Yes, because he was new, and I liked how cocky he was. Yeah, um, and I specifically went and saw Die Hard because of that. Yeah, you and, know what I mean. And he was great in Die Hard. And then Die Hard, I was like. Oh my fucking god! This guy's great. Yeah, but uh, to me, that's it didn't go much stuff? farther than that. Like you know, like now he's he just comes across such a cocksucker. Like every interview you see, he just sounds like a fucking prick. Yeah, he is. You know, and he is, and it's just so unple- unpleasant. Well, it's like, dude, you're a movie star. Just fucking enjoy it. Well, that was the thing. Is like what I liked about about Moonlighting was he was hilarious. Yes, they really tapped into a sense of humor. That I mean, that was the first, that's you were meeting this guy who was like cool looking yeah. and like had a great sense of humor. And then Die Hard, sassy. He, yeah, he's funny in Die Hard too, and he doesn't take their shit. So good in Die Hard. I mean, like I said, I watch Die Hard every time. Die Hard is on. Every time I come across it, I watch it. Yeah, and he's so good. At it. Oh, it's so good. He's so good. In it. It's so good. I'm talking. I'm not talking about like the later Bruce Willis, but like when I was in high school. And he was in Moonlighting and went to Die Hard. I yeah. was like, I love this fucking Me too. dude. He's so cool. But what else, though? Um, it's really Pulp good Fiction. Co- I liked him a lot in Pulp Fiction. He's That's later, Pulp though. Fiction. That's a later reinvention, reinvention of him. And I liked him in Nobody's Fool. But, like, you know, he just went on that streak of, like, Hudson Hawk and all that stuff. Which Hudson was just... Hawk. Like, he was in that Revenge of Bruno stage where he was, like, a buffoon. There's the other one with, like, uh, like strike, striking distance. Right. I saw where, that. Where he's with uh, J- Sarah Jessica Parker. Yeah, and like he's, a, like, a, he's a cop. Lives on a, a boat. A harbor cop. He lives on a, a tugboat or something. No, no, but he's, <laughs> he's been demoted. Okay, but that's his house. He lives on the boat. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay, go. So Bruce Willis never really made it to that level for me. Okay. A guy who did make it to that level for me. Oh, I like good segue, Kev. Smooth. Kurt Russell. I mean, I, for Kurt Russell, forever also. Like, I used to watch those Disney movies when I was a kid. Yeah. And he did, the, he would do like the Wonderful World of Disney, and then he did like Super Dad, you know? Yeah. yeah. And I, I always loved him then. And then he had, the, he, he had it into that 70s, 80s period of Escape from New York yeah. and The Thing yeah. and those, the, those movies in there. Yeah. 
And then he transitioned uh, into the better, like even like Tombstone. Well, but right before that, he was in uh, Tequila Sunrise with right. Gibson. I loved that movie. Right. He had that little stretch in there. Yeah. And then, and then, yeah. Then he and and now even up to Hateful Eight. I yeah. mean, well, Tombstone. He is so good in Hateful Eight that his, it's his run with Tarantino is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's like you know what? It's like it's like when a fastball pitcher gets injured and realizes they got to find their curveball. Yeah. It's when these actors, there's certain actors that get older, they realize they've got to, you know, they're going to have to expand. They're not pretty boys anymore. Yeah. And Kurt Russell is one of those guys. But just, I mean, he was, he's been able to be Sky you know, a leading man. Yeah, I didn't bring up my, he's I was going to bring that up. He's great in Sky That high. I worked with Kurt in Sky High. Tell the story. Great guy. Tell the story. Well, it's just a nice guy. Like, and you know what? I watched a little bit with my kids the other day, and he's so good in it. Yeah. He is so funny. There's a scene where... He's uh, talking to his son and finding out for the first time his son is a sidekick instead of a hero superhero. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's in the kitchen in his superhero outfit with the gloves on, and he's making himself a sandwich. So he's like spreading mayonnaise on bread, making yeah. a sandwich with those gloves on, yeah. and having this conversation where he can't understand that his kid, you know, and it's just such a funny, funny acting job that he does. Yeah. It's so good. But, uh, um, Sky High, underrated, underrated movie. Underrated movie, yeah. and he's so good in it. But no, we... He, He's if you look at his IMDb, he's been in hundreds of movies. It's yeah. like a, like unbelievable since the, he was a little kid. Yeah, but we were we were I told this story before, but we were shooting the scene and uh, is in the scene in the end when we're all in the high school and we're all standing around and we all have like a like a you know powwow uh, after the bad guys are caught and so it's all the kid stars and there's probably like ten of them and then there's me and there's Kurt and there's Kelly Preston and Dave Foley <clears throat> who are the other characters you know. And we're between takes, so we're all kind of standing around. You're shooting the shit with the actors, and one of the little kid actors looks up at Bert Re- at, uh, at Kurt Russell. He looks up and he's like, "Hey, man, you look familiar to me. Have you ever been in other movies?" And we all look at each other because this is fucking Kurt Russell. He's been in hundreds of movies, yeah, you know. And he just smiled and he just shook his head. Yeah, I've been in a few, you know. But we just fucking laughed our asses off because this is Kurt fucking Russell that yeah. you're talking to, bro. Yeah. Even like Captain Ron and Overboard sure. are great movies. Because co- you can do the comedy. Trouble in Little China. Tango and Cash. Yeah, Tango Fucking and Cash. Fucking Tango and Cash. Dude. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. And and you know what? Like, It's like those hidden gems in life you find. You know, when like uh, when you guys pointed out to me that uh, Mick Jagger was the background singer. Right. Carly so Vain by Carly yeah. Simon. Yeah. Watching uh, the, ba- the Battered Bastards of Baseball, that documentary. Yeah. And... It's Kurt Russell's father who owns the team, and then you find out that Kurt Russell played on the team, and so you're getting Kurt Russell in the sure. thing. You're seeing him as a young man playing, uh, you know, professional baseball, and as an actor, he's an actor and a professional baseball player. God, you know, it's kind of interesting, Lemmy, which we haven't done at all. Okay, of this list, how many of these people have you met? I've met a lot of these people, and I think you've met a lot of these people. Yeah, and if you go down the list, do you want me to throw them out real quick? Yeah, let's you see, met have you been writing them down? Uh, most of them, yeah. Okay. Okay, Travolta, have you met Travolta? I've not met Travolta. I've not. I've met his wife. Um, all right, The Rock. I have not. We've been the with rock. The Rock. I've seen The Rock. We've stood next to The Rock. Yes. At a party once. Yes. And judged how big he was. Yeah, he's big. And he's fucking big. Yeah. All right, Hemsworth, Elliot, you met. Swayze. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've met. Met, yeah. We talked about that. Schwarzenegger, I've met. You met. <laughs> I've met. Yeah. Had a terrible meeting with him. Hilarious. Um, Burt Reynolds. We've met. We've worked with. Yeah. We worked with him on the Dukes of Hazard. Kurt Russell, I met. Harrison Ford? Nope. No. Hugh Jackman? Nope. Redford? 
Yes. You've met? Yes, several times. Right? Brad Pitt? Yeah. You've met? I, I uh, yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Amongst other things? Met him, yep. Uh, that's kind of interesting that a lot of these people you've met before. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. And for the most part, they're all pretty decent guys. Pretty nice people. Yeah. I mean, I think if they weren't, then like, you know, you probably, we probably wouldn't be on this list. You probably wouldn't have a crush on them. Yeah. Uh, I think we're good. Chris Pratt. Neck up and cover. Love him. I mean, he's come. Love him. Between uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Lost World, the guy can do no wrong. Yeah. I look forward to to see what he does in the future. All right. Love him. Well, I'm, I'm, I almost think I'm too old to have that kind of feeling, but like I love him. I think this feeling's a little different now in the sense like when I saw that movie, Guardians of the Galaxy, I was like, holy shit, this is the birth of a star. Yeah. Because, you know, he's on uh, Parks and Rec or The Office Right, which yeah, one was he on? The Office, yeah, and uh, you know he's you know he's been an actor and whatever, and but that was the movie where you watch it and you're like, oh my god, this is this guy's a star. It's the same way with when I saw Forty Year Old Virgin. Carell had been kicking around for sure. a while, and he'd been in some other stuff, but you watch that movie, you're like, this is the birth of a star. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the way you know a guy who was on my list I didn't mention was Matt Dillon. Yeah, when I saw My Bodyguard. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like. You know, you're you're following this kid. You feel bad for this kid, but like, when the villain shows up on screen, you, you're like, "But he's so goddamn cool looking. I right. do fucking love him. I do like the villain." And then as the outsiders, right? Sure. You know his opening line: "Hey, hey, 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 Dallas, what are we doing today? Well, nothing legal, man. <laughs> Holy shit." <laughs> okay, so what do we learn in terms of what the definition of your man crushes are? You like pretty boys. I like I like guys that can handle me. Yeah, he like has to rough you up. Is that what it is? I like a pretty. Elite. My definition is when I see that guy in the screen, I'm like, holy shit, who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. All right. All right. Okay, so uh, ladies, that's for you. Our man crushes. Why don't you guys uh, uh, chime in with who some of your uh, movie man crushes are? Yeah. Uh, and uh, see if they compare, or if we're way off track. I mean, the ladies might have a different criterion altogether. It might be just who do I want to marry, fuck, kill. Sure. Right, you pick one of them. Let's hear that. Mary Fuck Hill. Actually, you know what would be great? Yeah. How about next week? Yeah. For our, our, our true cast. What if, uh, starting today, you true crew members, send us questions which are Mary Fuck Kill questions. <laughs> okay. And okay. give us the choices, we'll, and we'll answer your Mary Fuck Kill okay. questions. Okay. If you guys have Mary Fuck Kills, we'll, we'll, we'll do them. Yeah. And then the week after that, I think we're going to do another for the ladies episode. I just always have a problem with the kill one. <laughs> Should we do, what, what the was the kill part one? is always. We were thinking today, Mary Be Fuck. friend. Mary Fuck friend. But that's but the kill is really what makes it funny. Let's do Mary Fuck Kill. Okay. If you guys have them, send them in. But uh, anyway, thank you, everybody. Uh, movie crushes. Love it. Love it. Man crushes. Uh, what do you got going on the way out? I'm going to eat popcorn and Coca-Cola, uh, which oh. is what I would have um, when I was watching Travolta in, uh, in, in Greece and all these guys. All right. You know what I'm going to have? What? Pop rocks. Okay. Because of the rock. Oh, boy. Now, is that guy cool? Yeah, that's cool. It's too late. <laughs> you think it's too, too late? They're exploding in your mouth. Should now. I pick something different off my thing here? I guess you can double dip. What else do you want? You can do whatever I want to do. All right, I'm getting some nachos, too. Went to the movie theater the other day, saw Zootopia with my kids. We got milkshakes in the movie theater. Dude, had milkshakes. I'm so into a milkshake right now. We had milkshakes. It was great. I'm going to have a milkshake. All right, thanks, everybody. Talk to you next week. Bye. Now leaving Nerdist.com.